Ein Zayin Amralif, halfway down at the new parak, the uh, the eighth parak, almost uh, heading towards the home stretch. You have a um, have a husband and you have a wife, and he wants to divorce her. The easy way to do it is for him to hand the get to her. She receives the get. That's great. However, let's say Hazayrek get leishtoi. He doesn't hand it to her. He throws it uh, to her. Vehi b'seich beisa. And she is currently in her house. She had some nixay malug, and he threw it. It didn't land, it didn't land in her hand. It like landed on the ground. Or she's in her chatzar and it landed on the ground. Is that good? Yes. Because her chatzar will kona for her as though he's actually just like putting it in her hand. Let's say she's currently in uh, his house or in his chatzar, and he throws it to her and it, it lands there. Even if, the, I wrote above who, the get, even if the get lands, I don't know if mita here means bed. The mita was probably more commonly understood to be that... Uh, that sort of reclining uh, uh, piece of furniture that you would sit on when they would roll the little TV tables to you with the food on it. Um, so it, it, the, I think that the reason that's used is because that was the common sort of place that you would probably be sitting. Um, that would not be good. It landed on her mita, ena megureshes, kama. kalasa. If it lands like right in her lap, or in her colors is a, like a, a little type of basket that she would keep her needles and her thread and all of her important sort of like sewing things, then harezu migureshes. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Menani Mili. belongs to her? Her, right. The, the hey at the end is a mapik. Hey, it's her sewing basket, as opposed to if it was somebody else's. Menahani Mili. So where do we know this uh, from? Because the Pasuk itself says, Vinasan Biyada. So maybe you would think it would have to be into her hand. So Ditan Rabbanan. Umar brings a Brisa. Brisa goes for a line and a half and starts here. Quoting the Pasuk, uh, talking about a man divorcing his wife. It says, Vinasan Biyada. He should place it in her hand. That sounds like has to be in her hand. Ainli Elabiyada said, I would only know if the man... The husband placed the get into the hand of the wife. Kama. Gaga chatsera vekarpifia minayin. Let's say the husband uh, placed it or threw it up onto her roof or her courtyard or her, like a sort of closed-in backyard area. Minayin, that that would also be valid, that it would be good. Talmud Laimar, the fact that the Pasuk used the word not just venasan la, but rather, venasan biyada. More importantly, it didn't say biyada titznena. Biyada titznena would indicate the most important thing is it has to be in her hand. It used the verb first, the putting of it, venasan, and then it mentions something else. Venasan is mikol malkaim. So the giving has to be a giving, but it can be a giving into anything. Now we'll see then if it can be into anything. Why did it have to say yada? We'll, we'll see that in a little bit. But bottom line, into her hand or into anything that's hers. That's the end of the brisa, referring to a get isha. We have a very similar halacha when it comes to somebody who steals something. Uh, the pasuk says that uh, if you find, like, uh, hey, uh, um, Bob, isn't that my bowling ball in your hand? Im he matzei, ti matzei biyadoi. 
right? If you shall surely find the thing that was stolen in his hand. Well, let's say you go to your neighbor's house and in his display case of his bowling balls is your bowling ball with your initials in there. How do you know that that would also be a problem? So Yadoi is literally what the Pasuk says by a Geneva. Ainly Ellis, I would only know if you have it literally in his hand. Kama, let's say it's on his gaga, his roof, chatzera, his courtyard, carpifio, his enclosed area, minayan. It would still be considered a Geneva, that person, if he did it and brought it to that area. Tamalaymar. The Pasuk says, doesn't say biyadoi matzah, rather it says he matzay, timatzay, that double lashon, and then it says biyadoi, which means bikomakon. Very similarly mood. So even though on the one hand it literally used the word hand, it sort of means we'll call it uh, possession, in his possession. Okay, vitzricha. Why do we have to have essentially the same limud both by get isha and by if a item is stolen? Colon di yashmin and get mishum debal karcha megarsha. If you tell me a get, even if it's uh, like uh, in some other part, that's because she really doesn't have much say in it. She can actually be divorced against her will. Aval ganav, a person who steals something, delaysi bal karcha. You can't say he can steal something against his will. Maybe literally ema lo. It would have to be in his hand, and maybe hand there would mean literally hand. Kama, the other way, the E, Ashmin and Ganav, if we heard that in Ganav were more inclusive in what's considered uh, a, a, that which he stole it, even in his Chatzar or his Gag, Mishum de Kanse Rahmana, because he's a lowlife, he's a slime, he's a Ganav. Okay, if I'll get, who says there's anything wrong with a woman? A Maloy might have thought not, therefore Tzricha, that's why we need the Limud, both by Get Isha and by Ganav. Kama. Now, we had said in the Mishnah that if the Husband takes a get, throws it into her chatzer, she's divorced. So we say, one second, chatzera, mashikansa isha kanabal. In general, if they're married, whatever she acquires, automatically the husband acquires. So how's that going to help? How's it that he's giving it to her by throwing it into her chatzer, but won't her chatzer acquire it? And like instantly, it's almost like he's putting it from his right hand into his left hand. Amar Rabbi Lazar, I circled Rabbi Lazar's name, I put a number one in the margin. And on the fourth line on Ahmed Bey's, Rava, we circled, and I put a number two in the margin. Two different approaches as to how it works when a husband uh, throws a get into her chatzar, that it would be a good get. So says Rabbi Lazar, well, Bekoisev law, it's where, uh, say he got married, and I don't know, a week or two later, he was uh, learning Masechus Gitten in the Dafyom, I mean, and he wrote out to her a special document, Bekoisev law, quote, the following Lushan, I have no claims on anything to do with your properties, or for that matter, what your properties would acquire. Okay, that's what happened. And therefore, when, I don't know, 20 years later, when the relationship didn't work out and he threw the get into her chatzer, well, he, he wrote this out that he was removing himself from any sheikhs to her properties. Does that work, though? When you acquire something, if you use the Lushan of, I'm hereby removing myself from that thing, have you removed yourself from it? My Havi question mark We have a Brisa. We've seen it elsewhere. We'll see it again. It says, Let's say you have two people who are partners. It jointly own something. And one of them says, You know what? Bob Dinudvar mainly Al Sadazu. I don't want to have nothing to do with this field. Or Inli Asekpa, I don't have any dealings with it. Or Yadi Misulekas Hemen. Or my my hand, my rights, I'm I'm removing myself from it. Doesn't work that way. You're, you're a partner now. You can formally make a Kenyan to give that part of your field to someone else. You can give it to the partner, but you can't just remove yourself from it once it's yours. In which case, the Gemara has to refine Rebbe Lazar's answer. 
Bekaisevla, he, he did indeed write out a document that he has no claims on any of her stuff, Rusa before they were married. It was when she was still just his fiancée, they were engaged, and this would be going like, Kama connector Kedarav Kahana. What does Rav Kahana say? Dama Rav Kahana, Nachla haba'alayla adam, mimakayim acher. Rav Kahana is not talking about when you have a son who inherits from his father. That's a derived inheritance. But anything that comes in any other way to a person, before the person gets it, he can say something like, Adam masna le'a that he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to inherit it. He doesn't want to acquire it. Ukeda Rava, similar to Rava. What did Rava say? Dama Rava, Ha'imer. A person who says before something takes place, you know, the rabbi has made a decree, but I really, personally, I, I don't want it. Shaymin Lai will listen to that person. In which case, the husband, who does have rights to the wife's things, if he says before he acquires those things, I don't want them, we listen to it. And that's the case where then he had thrown the get into her chatzar, 20 years later when they got divorced, and he had, even before they were married, removed himself from Shaykhis to uh, those, that property. Can I just ask one, well, I'll just one thing? If you have a question, just make a little note. I'll answer all of them. I, just, I, I want to keep for the recording. I'll, I'll answer it then. If you have like, just a, a translation. but um, The first line on this uh, Amud had said, uh, I don't want uh, this particular like this. Like this must be some other case. What is the other case? Well, here's the other case. Here's another thing that she would, yes, be allowed to say to her husband. Right? I, I, listen, it's really nice that uh, you give me like $153 a week to buy my food, but you know what? I'd prefer not to have that, and I'll keep my $7,000 a week salary as a lawyer, or whatever, whatever she wants, ve'ena oisa, she can uh, do that. Okay, that's where Rav had said, it's a chamem. In general, women cannot bring in enough money to pay for their own food, so we made it a kana, which is better for most married women, in an exceptional case where a woman, for whatever reason, whether she's making more money, or if she's not, she doesn't want to have that trade-off, she's allowed to. Rava, who we had circled previously, is a second approach. It's the second approach to um, where, where we had said, well, one second, how can a husband throw it into her chatzar and she's divorced? Isn't lands in her chatzar and the husband acquires whatever the wife acquires? Rava's coming to deal with that. Rava, Amar, well, one second. Atu yada miloi kanyale bal? Even her hands, like the handiwork that she does while she's married, her maizidaim go to the husband. And yet we know that he can take the get, place it into her hand, and that works. Atuyada, her hand. Miloy Kanyalebal, isn't that acquired uh, to the husband? Ella, but yet we know get into hand works. It must be then Gita Vyada Bankecha. The moment he places it into her hand is the moment she acquires her hand for herself to be able to acquire the get. Hachanami, so too by us. And I put a little arrow in the margin here. We're going to refer back to this hachanami um, about halfway down the Yomud. Gita Vichatseira Boinkeechat. So too, her get. And her chatzar come at once. So true, normally the husband would acquire things that would be acquired by the wife's chatzar. But if it's the get, it's at the same moment that she acquires the get. She also acquires the chatzar, and the chatzar acquires the get for her. Amali Ravina Ravashi. Andalan Ravina, Andalan Ravashi. And this discussion is taking place probably after uh, Rava had passed away. Rava, three lines ago, he, he used the difficulty of Yad 
to explain the Chatzar case. We said, how could Chatzar work? And he said, by Yad. Yad de Isha Kakashale. He, he had a difficulty when it came to Yad, comma, connector. No, he granted Dekani Lelemaisia Dea. One second, we say that the husband owns the wife's hands. What do you mean he owns the wife's hands? He doesn't own the wife's hands. He owns the wife's hands that if she does something with her hands and makes money from it, that the proceeds go to the husband. However, yada gufa, the hand itself, me, Kanile? Like, no way, the husband doesn't own the physical body of his wife. Amarle, so says back, Ravashi, to Ravina, well, actually, he wasn't learning from woman. We have this over and over again. We have the relationship of a man to his wife, the relationship of a man to an evid. When a man owns a Eved Kenani, he actually does own the physical hand of the Eved Kenani. It might come with other uh, responsibilities, but he does. Yad Ha-Eved Kakashale. Uh, that's what was bothering him. The Yad of the Eved. Um, how does a Eved get free? Well, there's a few opinions, but according to the Mandamra who says, Shtar, if he writes out an emancipation document for Leroy and places it into Leroy's hand, but Leroy's hand up until certainly that moment, was owned by the master. So isn't it like the master placing a get from his right hand into the master's own left hand? Well, Yad Evid, Kiad Rabbi Damya. What must we say then if he's going to use a shtar to free his Evid? It must be at the same moment that the get is given. The Evid is also acquiring his own hand back to himself to be able to acquire the get. So to buy get Isha, when he throws the get into her chatzar, it's not that we're learning chatzar of a woman acquiring from hand of a woman, it's chatzar of a woman from yada ve evid, period. There was a certain fellow who was on his deathbed. He wrote a get out for his wife. He was not doing well. He might have even loved his wife and might even still love his wife, but he has that you know, slime bag of a brother and they have no children, and if he doesn't give a get to his wife, she might have to do yibum, and he doesn't want that. So he wrote this out, like right before Erev Shabbos. He wasn't sure if he was going to make it through the Shabbos. However, as often happens, busy Erev Shabbos, for this guy especially, was busy, and he didn't have a chance to give it to her late Friday afternoon. Lemachar, the next day, I guess uh, Saturday morning, Takafle Alma. Takafle Alma is a lashon of like, the world was really heavy on him. Like he, he was basically on his way out and he really wanted to give the get to his wife. And now it's Shabbos. So also the people uh, came, Lakame de Rava, he circled Rava. Rava's the officiating rabbi over here. Uh, what should this guy do? Amr Lahu, Rava suggested to them, Zilu Amrule, go back and, and tell that fellow, that Shriv uh, that he should do the following. Likne nihala lahu duchta di Begita. He should... Um, transfer the ownership of the place, that spot where the get is currently resting uh, to the woman, the say is in the uh, bedroom number three, so give her uh, bedroom number three, the tazel and she'll go, tazel ihi, she will go, the techor v'tiftach, and she'll kind of like lock the door and then open the door, the toxic button through chazaka, she will acquire the get. Okay. It's almost like uh, Kenyan Agav, that which she will acquire, the, the, the room or the rights to have the things in the room become hers, she'll acquire the get also. Ditznan, and we even have a precedent for this being a valid means of acquisition. A little Mishnah goes to the end of the line. Naal or Gadar or Paratz Kolshu, how can you uh, acquire a, a place? You can either uh, lock the door or if there's like a opening, you can fence in that opening. 
Rebecca was doing that all yesterday. Or parats, if there's a closed area that has to be open, you could open up a little bit, even a little bit. That's considered a chazaka to acquire a place. This was before, this was Erev Shabbos. This is on Shabbos now. You can do, you can do the, you can do, you can be kind of on Shabbos? You can be kind of something certain to rice on Shabbos. Whether you should or shouldn't, you're not going to write out a star, but that, that's what's being recommended. Amar le Rav Ilish Larava. And, and it's the uh, Rav Ilish of Ilish Barach, Ilish Barach frame. I probably could be. Said Rav Ilish to Rava. Well, one second, Rava. How's that going to work? I don't know if he said this in front of everyone. He said afterwards, whispered in his ear. Mashakan Saisha Kanabala. Well, wh- what's she going to go do? She's going to acquire the room. As soon as she acquires the room, as much as she acquires it, it's the husband's. Ooh. <sighs> Rava was terribly embarrassed uh, from that. However, as uh, fate would often have it for our G'daylim L'Saif, uh, shortly afterwards, Igloy Mills, it turned out that actually they were not fully married. They were only an Aros and Arusa. They were only engaged. De Arusa Havoy, comma, connector. Amarava, Rava sort of uh, wiped the beads of sweat from his brow and, whew, okay. Im Amru Benesua, Yaimru Barusa. If they said that by a... Um, an arusa, then did they mean to say that that by a nesua? In other words, when they're fully married, anything that the wife acquires, the husband acquires. That's when they're fully married, but not when they're only engaged. That doesn't apply yet over there. Hadar amarava, at a later time, it seems like Rava said, loshna arusa velishna nesua. Actually, it would make no difference whether they were engaged and he was trying to divorce her or whether they were fully married. Gita vechatsera poin keechad. That's because of the Gita and Chatzera come at the same time. At the same time, she is getting her, her get, her, she's getting her Chatzera, and the Chatzera can acquire at that moment that she's receiving her get. So uh, I was right the first time. Right? But, so the Gemara's next question. Faha Here's the corresponding arrow. But Rava said that on the fourth, fifth line. He already said that. He said, Hachanami Gita v'chatzera bo'in ke'echad. Well, actually, mi'ikara ki amarava, even though this Misa was mentioned second in the Gemara, when, when did Rava come upon that Chiddush? Aha, Misa, Amra, was actually on this Misa that he said it. So when we had it mentioned back on the fifth, sixth line, it was something that happened after this Misa. We had said if he, the husband, threw the get to the wife and she was in her house. Okay, um, does that mean that she's literally in the house and he throws it into the front yard and it's a good get? Or she could be, I don't know, in South Florida with her friends. Amar Ula, I circled Ula, and a line later, Ravaisha also circled Ravaisha. Machlokas, Ula says, Vehu, the case in the Mishnah is, Sheoimedes Bitsad Besa. She's like, right there, if he's going to throw it into her house, he, she's standing right there, she's present, like in her house. Ubitsad Chatzera, or if he throws it into the Chatzer, she's right there by her Chatzer. We would call that maybe a Chatzer Hamishtam Meres, it's being watched or guarded by her. Has to be like that. Ravaisha, who I circled Amar, Afilu hi bitzferia v'chatzer bitzipuri. No, she could be in a totally different city. V'hi bitzipuri or chatzer bitzferia megurash. So a person's property can acquire for them regardless of whether they're there watching it or not. Veha, the problem is, but what about the Mishnah? The Mishnah had said, usually very specifically, quote from the Mishnah, five words, he besoich besa, so when he threw it into her house or a chatzar, she's there in the house. She's there in the, the chatzar. That sounds like she has to be there. No. Ravoshia would tell you, the way to understand the Mishnah is, 
kemi shebeseich beisai. Double underline the kemi. Or vehi kemi. A double under the kemi shibaseich chatzera that that type of house and the type of chatzera has to be a guarded house or a guarded chatzera, meaning like there's a fence around it. It's got a uh, beware of dangerous dog, video cameras everywhere. In other words, it's guarded. So if it's put in there, the kevin chatzera mishnameris ledata since it's something that's guarded and she is the one who is in charge of guarding it. He mitgaresh says it would be a good get. Okay. It seems though we still have this machlokas between Ula and Ravashia. Uli requires that the woman actually like be there at the time. Ravashia does not. Lema, should we say about that this is the machlokas between the two of them? Demar Savar wrote above that Ula. And let's quickly underline the Mar. Chatzer, how do we know Chatzer works at all? Well, Ula, maybe we could say, he says, because Mishum Yade Isra Boy. Just like her hand works to put it in her hand, so too her chotzer, as an extension of her, would work. Umar Savar, I squiggle under that, Mar, this would be Ravoshia, would hold chotzer. It's a different means by which we know chotzer works. The same way, can she ask Sally to be a Shliach Likabala for her get? Absolutely. Can she ask her property? so to speak, to be a shliach for a get. Absolutely. Chatzar mishum shlichus isra boy. We know chatzar from shlichus. So should we not say that Ula holds that chatzar is mishum yad, and, well, yad is basically attached to her shoulder, and that's the way it works. Whereas Mara Voishu, who says it could even be that she's in 100 miles away, would say the same way she could ask a shliach to do it. So the Gemara says, no. Lo, comma, Tekuleyama chatzar mishum yad isra boy. Both say that that which a chatzar has the ability to acquire for a woman on her behalf is from yad, colon. Mar savar, Ula views it this way. Mayada bismucha, just like her hand is attached to her body, it's close to her by definition of chatzera, so to her chatzer, yeah, that'll work, but bismucha, only when she's right next to the chatzer. Kama, vi'idach, I squiggle on the that would be rev oishia. Well, e. Her hand, we've said this three times, is attached to her. Does she have to like super glue herself to the, the blatot on, the, uh, on, on her chotzer? Clearly not. For sure not. Ella, rather, she learns it a little bit more generally. Limud. Double underline the chaf there. Just like, what's the nature of the hand that a person has? Her hand, mishtameres. Lidata. It's basically guarded things in her hand, and she's the one guarding it. Av as long as it's a chatzer, which is mishta meris, essentially not open for everyone, it's guarded. Lidata. Laafuke, to the exclusion of a scenario where she would have, and we're going to see this maybe at the end of this year, a chatzer ha mishta meris, a chatzer which is basically watched, but shalom lidata. I, I put a little uh, note. Uh, in here, see the end of the shear. When we get to the end of the shear, we'll come back to this point. Period. There was a guy who threw a get to his wife. And she was currently in the chatzer. Don't ask me his chatzer, her chatzer. We'll just say the chatzer. And uh, the get went. I don't know if this was the intention of the guy. He sort of chucked the get into this chatzer. Nafal uh, pesel is a, I guess, a graven image. This would be like a block, a block of wood. It was a block of wood there, and it fell on the block of wood. Not in the chutzer, but in the block of wood. Now, the block of wood is located in the chutzer. Okay. Was a good get? Not a good get. Well, Chazinan, or Amar of Yosef Chazinan, we look into this colon. 
E, I double underline the word E. If you want to say, Havya Arba Amas that block of wood was a pretty big block of wood. It was like six feet by six feet, six feet wide, six feet deep. Palagle Rishusalinafshe. Well, then it's sort of like its own Rishus, and it would not be a good get. He threw it into the Chatzar, but uh, not block of wood was the intention. The E, low, I double underline the E, low, and if it's smaller than that, then it's basically the same Rishus and him, like, tantamount to him throwing it in, landing on the floor of the Chatzar. Okay, the Gemara, as it often does, it gives us the case and then it clarifies what exactly the case was. But Mayas Kinan colon, what, what exactly we're we talking about here? Whose Chatzar, first of all, is this? Ilema, I squiggle in on Ilema, but Chatzar Dida. It's her Chatzar, and there's this uh, block of wood in her Chatzar. Well, Kihava Arba'ama, it's my Havi. Who cares how big the block of wood is? It's her Chatzar. Anything in her Chatzar will acquire. Okay, so it can't be that, comma, Ella, I squiggle under on the Ella, the chatzer D-Day, maybe it's his chatzer. But one second, if it's his chatzer and he said, hey, uh, I'm letting you have like some, uh, some of my chatzer here so that when I throw the get to you, it, it, you'll acquire it, well, ki loy have arba amas my have. Even if that block of wood was, let's say, only three amas by three amas, so what? He didn't say he was giving her the block of wood, he said he was giving her the chatzer. So the Gemara says, lo, neither of those are the cases, Kama, rather, Tzricha, it's necessary, de Ushla Makim. He did lend her a place. However, when the husband said something to the extent of, you know, take my Chatzar, uh, so that when I throw my get into you and into the Chatzar, you'll acquire it through the Chatzar. What did he mean by the Chatzar? Chad Makam Ushli and she, one place, like the Chatzar, a person is. Um, you can assume he would lend out tray mekaymas, but the chutzer and that like eight foot by eight foot block of wood in the chutzer loy mushli inshi. A person would not lend out. Kama. Here's another qualification. The loy amrin. We didn't say that the the wood block is bottled to the ground if it's less than four by four. Ella, we're gonna feel like we're back in the sechazerevin now. The loy gavoy asar. That's only if it was not. Ten tefachim tall. Aval gavoyas, or if it was at more than ten tefachim tall, which we'll say is what about two and a half, three feet. That's a nice height. Then afal gav deloy Even if the top surface area is not four by four amas, even if it's like three by three or two by two, that would be considered a separate area. It's on rishus. Another qualification: deloy amren ela deleisle shame louis or shame levi. It's only if the particular block of wood didn't have some sort of. I don't know, associated name to it. They did tours through this person's backyard. Here is Jack. This is Bob's piece of wood. Jack. I, I don't know why it would have a name. It has some sort of it, significance because it was given a name. Aval Islay, shame Levi. If it has a, a name, Afagav Deloy Gavayasar. It's not ten Fakham tall. It's only like seven or eight Fakham tall. Afagav Deloy Havarabamois. But if it has a name, you know, you go into, you go like to the zoo and they have all the different uh, uh, plants and ferns and trees and they have a little name of each one. So this guy's block that's only uh, six Fakham tall and three by three Amas, it has a little name on it. It says, like, hi, my name is. I don't know, Steve. Anyway, if it has a name, it's given significance even if it's not so tall and uh, not so wide. We had said that if he throws the uh, get to her, uh, even if the get is uh, there in the like reclining couch with her, uh, it's no good. That's only if it's his mita. If it's her Mita in his house, Megureshes, it would be a good get. 
Tanamihachi, we have a brisa, almost two lines that brings out the same point. Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, Bemita Shaloi, if he throws it and it lands on his Mita, Eina Megoresha, but Bemita Shala, Megoresha, it would be a good get. And now, Tzvi's question is asked, Bemita Shala, Megoresha? One second, if it's in her Mita, it would be a good get, but it's her Mita in his house. That's Kalav Shell loikeach brishus meicherhu. Let's say you go into somebody's house. He's the seller. You're the loikeach. It's your kalim in the gate. Now that's something that we argue about in other sugyas in shas. Kama connector shamis mina. Should we conclude then from here? Kalav shel loikeach brishus meicher. If you have something that is owned by the one who wants to acquire something in the overall rishus of the seller, kind of loikeach that it would work. That's what it sounds like over here, right? It's her mita, but it's in his house, and we say uh, it would. Like look, the Gemara says, no, we're not going to include that from here, because the mita in question was tsricha de gavaya asara. The height, I guess, of the top of the mita was more than ten tefachim above the ground. Now, I, 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 I'm not so sure. I know we talk about ten tefachim as being significant always in rishus harabim. Is it on the ground or is it more than ten tefachim? In Rishos HaYachid, I guess, is also, we're seeing as a concept of it, if it's more than 10 Tfachim, it, it's kind of like maybe it's own Rishos, even though it's in this person's Rishos HaYachid. The Gemara says, well, one second, a mita by definition, isn't like a block of wood. Uh, it does have legs. It's not just floating there. The legs are on what? On the ground, which is the husband's. Vaha'ika makaim kori, you have the place where the legs are. Well, amakaim kori loy kapti and she, a person's not really so particular about the little spot, as long as there's those you know, little coasters they put in so it won't um, scratch the hardwood floors. But um, the person is not so particular. And that's the case. So it's her mita, and there's, it's, it's more than 10 tfachim, uh, that which it's landing on, which is pretty tall. I always thought a mita would be lower, but it's uh, tall. And it's only the legs that are on the ground, and a person is not really so particular about legs on the ground. Great little tesis here, because if uh, somebody's in your house, so you don't know, even though it's only his legs that are in your house, you get a little bit upset. Or even if somebody put, like, a chair in your house, it's not... So, Tysus says, very short Tysus, top Tysus, Malcolm Karla Kaptienshi, lechol hapachos beishtai. That's normally a particular if somebody's stuff is in your house, but if it's your wife's stuff, v'chein ba'avir hamita. Like, you're not going to be so particular. Now, after you're divorced... After this person is divorced, his wife, he might be particular. But in general, that's not something the person is particular about. Although we're not saying that if some person who is totally from the outside comes in, that you wouldn't be particular about it. You, you probably would, but not for your wife. He takes the, has a get, throws it, lands in her lap or in her little basket of uh, sewing materials, which is right next to her. The Gemara asks uh, again, I just saw this question, but one second. So it landed in her, uh, her sewing baskets, all of her, all of her threads and her needles. Isn't this the case of the Kalim of the Kech in the Rishos of the Mocher? And we'll have five approaches to deal with this. I numbered them in the margin between the Gemara and Rashi. Here's the first, I line his name. It's actually hanging from her. It's almost like a, like a, a purse. And, and she's got like around her neck, and, and that's the case. So that's really like attached to her. Her little uh, uh, sack or pouch, uh, her basket is hanging from her. Second approach is Rashim and Lakish. Rashim and Lakish says it doesn't actually have to be like physically hanging, hanging from her. Amar Keshura Afapish It's attached to her 
even if it's not hanging from her. So there's some sort of string or rope or leash attaching her or uh, the motorcycle gangsters will have like that big because it's a leather wallet with this chain that's attached to their their uh, their the, the little belt buckle of their jeans or something like that. That that's attached enough, even if it's currently uh, not uh, hanging off the person right now, but it's attached. That's enough. A slightly different approach is Ravada Barava, who I underline. He's the third approach. He says Kigain Shahaisa Kalasa Munachas Ben Yarkoiseha. Imagine she's sitting like Indian style and she's got this little pouch all of her sewing things and it's actually located right there in that, uh, in that spot. And uh, the way Rashi says it is, even though it's on that spot on the ground, a person's not really mockbid on that particular piece of uh, uh, land, which is inside her Indian style sitting legs. That, that, that mockbid is not. Rav Misharsha Bar Rav Dimi, who I underline, is a fourth approach. Amar Kagain Shahaya Bala Moicher Kolosois. He is a uh, basket salesman, specifically baskets for your wife's sewing goods. There's thousands of baskets all over the house. The place is, is, is a mess. It's filled with baskets. So he doesn't really care if her basket, which again, Rashi uses, he's not so mockbid that she has her basket in a particular place because there's baskets all over the place. Rabbi Yochanan, who I underline, is a fifth approach, also slightly different. Amar, Mokim Chaika, Kenuyala, Mokim Kalasa, Kenuyala that the uh, place where her, her lap is, the place where her little basket is, is basically considered hers. Amarava. Rava comes, I guess, a little bit afterwards, historically, and says, my time is Rabbi Yochanan. What's the reasoning, Rabbi Yochanan? Well, because in general, if kalasa, standard person, you got to assume, is not particular the place where she's sitting, the place where her little purse is, uh, is going to be anything other than Hers while it's there. Tanya Namihachi, the bright that goes just over a line, brings out this point. You have a man, he's divorcing his wife, he throws the get into her lap, into her little basket. For that matter, anything that's like her little purse that has her sewing things in it, that would be a good get. That's the end of the Brisa. What is that? asked the Gemara. What, what would that be coming? To include what? Well, Lasuye, I guess, I don't know, what other little pouch of things? Maybe her chewing tobacco? I don't think it was her chewing tobacco. You know what it was? It was like, I guess, something not too far off from that. Lasuye, my Lasuye, Tasca da Achla Batamri. I don't know, her little pouch that she. What do you do if there's no spittoon with your chewing tobacco? I don't know. Maybe you carry a little bag around with you and spit it into there. What do you do if you eat dates all the time and you're in Bavel? Uh, where do you keep the dates or where do you sort of like deposit the date pits? Well, that's what this is. This is the little pouch that, with which she eats her dates. Okay, I don't know if this is the pouch that she kept a few dates in. The little pouch that she would maybe after she ate the date and had the pit uh, put the pits in, but it, it was another type of thing which is very common. A little type of receptacle thing was common for people to carry around. And we would say now... Uh, uh, I don't know, your, your iPhone case, like in the Western world, or your, your cell phone case, your little pouch that you keep your cell phone in. Okay, says the Mishnah. Amarla, this, uh, you have a man, you have a woman, they are married. He says to her, um, uh, um, my dear wife, uh, here, here's like a $100 IOU. Uh, take this, please. Oh, or she uh, finds it. Oh, it's right behind uh, him. She finds it and I guess takes it. The Kaira, she reads it. Oh my goodness. 
this is not a hundred dollar you this is my get uh ain't no get that would not be valid that's not considered a giving which is what's necessary for the husband to give the get to his wife comma law until he says to her ha gitech now that seems to imply that he can give her say uh, here here's an iou she takes it up she looks at it and she sees it's actually a get and then he can say oh actually that's your get and that would be good that's what it sounds like he has to say though at some point even after he gives it to her here's your get period here's another possibility he puts it in her hand she's sound asleep she snores and she's sound asleep she's sound asleep and he puts it into her hand Niura, she wakes up Kaira, oh, what's this and she reads it and it's her divorce document Gita. Get. Again, that's not a valid get. Until he would say to her, Oh, by the way, honey, I left the divorce document in your hand. Ha, gitech. Okay, that's the Mishnah. We're going to focus on one issue. She, in the second scenario, the first case, uh, saw he was standing there, and there was like this, I don't know, something, some document behind him. She takes the document that is behind him, and reads it, and it's her get. We had said, in a qualifying in the Mishnah, that if he says, so, yeah, uh, there's your get, that it would be good. Hagitech, it would be good. Well, ki amar la, when he says to her, quote, hagitech, end quote, my have, so what? How is that going to help anything? Have lay, it would be very similar to a case, which we're going to see is not good, where he says, tali gitech malgabe karka. Let's say he says to her, oh, they're in, in, uh, over there. Pick up your get from on the ground there, and she picks it up. The Amarava, and Rava told us that's the case, because he has to give it to her, not that she has to like take it from some uh, no man's land and pick it up. It has to be given to her. So how, how does it work when she picked up that document that was behind him, and he says, here's your get, but no one ever gave it to her. So the Gemara explains, Ema, you'll have to say that the case in the Mishnah is, Sheshalavtoi me achayrav. That she actually didn't take it from a place that was right behind him. She actually unsheathed it, which is like shalavtoi, or like pull it, let's say he had it, uh, something in his belt. And that uh, it wasn't his lightsaber, it wasn't his, uh, his Nokia brick phone from 20 years ago. It was a document, and she takes that document from that Shalafta, she pulled it out from behind, from let's say his his belt. Again, how's that going to help? He didn't give it. Shalafta nami haboina. You require what the pasuk requires. Two word quote. Venasan biyada. Right, he has to be the one giving it, not that she's the one taking it. Velikan, you don't have that over here where she pulled it out from behind his belt. Lo, the Gemara says, well, actually, that's not true. You need it for a case of tzricha de arakla chartse. I don't know if I'll ever. I forget lots of things, but I never forget my Rebbe. One word he said for this: Elvis. What's Elvis? Arakla chartse is he moved his hip in her direction. He kind of gave a hip movement towards her. That was the Nasina. So he's got a, a get that's sort of like in between his belt and he moves his hip towards her and then she takes it out. That's the Vinasan, is that movement towards her, Vishalafte, and then she unsheaths the get from the hip which has just been maybe gyrated in her direction. Tanami Hachi, we have a bracelet also. Uh, we'll bring this out. The price it goes for about 
five and a half lines and starts here. We'll have an A case and a B case, and we'll see actually what we had seen in the Mishnah is only one of two Tanaic opinions. Uh, a case, Amar Law. You have a married man, says to his wife, and he says, Kansi shtar zeh. Uh, here, take this uh, IOU, uh, um, or or she pulled it from behind him. Karasa, she reads it. Oh, actually a uh, divorce document. It's not a good get. Until he says to her, That's your get. He has to, he has to like, verbally speak that out to her, even afterwards. I boxed Rebbe. And as you can see, I mean, it's basically what the Mishnah said, which makes sense because Rebbe was the general letter of the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Elazar, on the other hand, I boxed him, Aymer, la'ilam enoi get. No, no, no. He can't say that afterwards. It's like the deed's already been done. Odd, what would have to happen in this case? She at Lena Himena, oh, you know what, honey? Uh, give me back that document for a minute, okay? The Yachsor, the Yitnenela, and then he hands it back to her again, the Yoimerlan, he says, as he's handing it to her, so the moment she gets it, she'll know, hagitech. That's how it would work. Period. And now the B case. In other words, she knows what she's getting before she's... Exactly. She has to know. It's hand. not afterwards. It has to be before. That's for Shemin Lazar. And that's commonly, usually the way we understand it. But Rebbe clearly holds differently. How about this? This is also the case we had in our Mishnah. B, the B case. Nasna put in her hand and she's sound asleep. Niura, she wakes up. The Kaira, she reads, oh, what's this? Vaharehu Gita. It's her divorce document. Ain't I get? It's not a good get. Until the husband, even afterwards, says to her, quote, two words, Hagitech, end quote, Divei Rebbe. And I box Rebbe, and that, that again, that's exactly what the Mishnah had said. However, there is a dissenting Tanaic opinion. We box Roshim ben Elazar, Roshim ben Elazar, oh, no, no, he has to take it back from her, that actual piece of paper or parchment, the Yachsar Vienenela, and turn around and give it back to her, and say, as he's giving it to her, Hagitech. That's the end of the Tanaic source, which seemingly is the same machlokas twice. Rebbe versus Roshim ben Elazar. Can you say Hagitech after she already has it? Or you have to say Hagitech the moment before she's getting it? Why did you have to teach the same thing twice? Why in the context of where he said it's a Sharchova originally? Do you have to tell me? And why in the case where she's sleeping, do you have to tell me? Vitzricha, they're both necessary. If we were told the first, the A case, where he said, here, take this IOU, I would have thought, yeah, yeah, that's where Rebbe says that um, all he has to do is say, and it'll work. She's awake, like he could have divorced her at that moment. Aval, the second case of Nasim Yishana, you can't divorce a woman who's sleeping while she's sleeping. It doesn't work like that. Maybe, since it's that scenario, at that moment, she's not somebody who can be divorced, right? It's not a Makam HaMishtamir. Ema Modi Lei Lerub Shimon Elazar. I would have thought that maybe Rebbe would agree with Rebbe Shimon Elazar, and he'd have to actually take it back and then give it back to her again. That's why we have to hear the machlokas in the case where she was sleeping. Ve'i, I squiggle on this word, ve'i. Ve'i et mar beha, if we were told the machlokas between Rebbe versus Roshim Elazar only in the case where she was sleeping, I would have thought there, beha kamar Roshim ben Elazar. That's why Roshim ben Elazar said what he said, which is that the, get would have, the document would have to be given back to the husband, and then he would turn around, and as he's re-giving it to the woman, he would say properly what he has to say, ha'gitech, aval hach, in the case of, like, Take this Starchov, Ema Module the Rebbe. Maybe I would think that Rabbi Shimon Lazar would agree with the Rebbe. Therefore, Sricha, why it was necessary to teach both of those cases. Period. Amarava. 
Circle Rav's name, he's going to give us two cases. It might sound somewhat familiar. Number one, Kosov Laget, he wrote out a get for Venosnoi Biyad Avda Yashan. I underline Avda Yashan. She has a slave. Her slave's name is Leroy. She puts it, uh, uh, she, excuse me, he puts the get onto the slave who is sleeping. Whose slave is it? It's her slave. Usually anything a slave acquires, the uh, uh, owner acquires. Umish Amrasa, and she's watching a sleeping Leroy or Tyrone right now. Hareze get. So you have husband, you have wife, and you have wife's slave. Wife's slave is sleeping, she's watching. Get is placed onto Tyrone, it's a good get. However, comma, case number two, Nior, if Tyrone is awake, ain't no get, even though the get is placed onto Tyrone. Why? Because this is a case, and we said we would get back to this, um, we're at the end of this year, to Havyale. That's a chatzar mishtameres shalol Data. Yeah, it's a chatzar. It's her chatzar. It's guarded. But who really ultimately the decisions what Tyrone or Leroy is going to do? Tyrone or Leroy, because they're another human being and they have the ability to think. And therefore, it's mishtameres. It's something that's guarded, but not uh, ultimately because of what she wants. Period. Yashan umisham rasay. So we ask a question. Well, one second. If he's asleep and... She's watching him, the Eved, and this Eved has the get placed on top of him by the husband, it would be good. How raise the get? But am I? One second. Isn't, uh, by definition, Leroy or Tyrone or Shlaimi or Moishi a chatzar? Mahalechasi? It can walk, get up, walk here, walk there. And a chatzar mahalechas, loikana. A chatzar mahalechas can't acquire as a chatzar. We know he can put it in her chatzar and it'll work. But if he puts it onto Tyrone, but Tyrone is a walking chatzer, that won't work. Vechitaymen, if you want to say, yeah, but the case that we said it would work, is where Tyrone is sound asleep. If you want to say Yashan Shiny, doesn't make a difference, because Vamarava, any reality, Kosheilu Mahalech, if it's something that could be walking, Lokana wouldn't acquire, Oimed Vyashiv, if it's like standing there, if it's sitting there, for that matter, if it's sleeping, also Lokana. The Hilchasa, we conclude this year with the, it's funny, as a Hilchasa, but the case is, the Metzias is, Bekafus. Leroy is indeed there, tied up, hands and legs, he's not going anywhere. That's the case where if that slave is owned by the woman and the husband puts the get onto the slave, that she would acquire the get. All right, Hadkan. If he was tied up.